0: This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice, so please seek the advice of your physician. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? Or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Hey, this is Danny Sheriff and you're listening to the HA podcast that is actually just being hosted by Ashley and Mishi today because they don't actually need me, apparently. So here's your intro and enjoy the show with them. Okay, guys. So today's
1: special—it's Ashley Smith and Mishi. Hello. And, yeah, and my three-year-old baby sleeping in the background. <laughs> so if you hear some snoring, it's it's either Yoda <laughs> or my baby.
2: To clarify, Yoda the dog. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also her baby.
2: So.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't you? Yeah. yeah. You like wipe his butt. So if you wipe a butt, that is a baby.
2: Listen, if you guys aren't wiping your dog's butt. <laughs> I have
1: never wiped any of my dog's butts.
2: And their butts are sitting on your couches and your pillows. My
1: my dog has never put their butt on my pillow. Do I allow <laughs> her butt to be on my pillow? And I do not put my face on the couch. So I think we're pretty much all good. And that's also why they have a tail.
2: <laughs> oh, well, Yoda doesn't have a tail. So he he's like bare butthole to furniture.
1: (laughs) Are you secretly afraid that you're gonna get a parasite from Yoda and that's really what this is from?
2: Yeah, I mean that's 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 part of it. That's not all of it. Oh my god. But guys,
1: (laughs) that is not what we're chatting about today. Today, what we're chatting about is something really powerful that I was having a conversation with a client. And um I think it's powerful because I think it's an a subconscious expectation that we all have and we don't even know it's running in the background. Okay, so I'm going to tell you it, Mishi, and then I want some unfiltered thoughts that come right off the bat. All right. So we <laughs> want to be rewarded for eating normally. <laughs> Or we want to be rewarded for nourishing our bodies. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe that second one's better. Okay. So let's stick with that second one. We want to be rewarded for nourishing our bodies. Go.
2: Well, my just initial thought is like fair. I totally get that. I was there too. Um, However, but it's just like, that is a natural biological function of our body. I it's the same thing as that the urge to need to go to the bathroom or to, to drink water. It's, it's a natural biological function of the body. So it's, it, it's not something that needs to be earned like a reward. Um, it's something that is always accessible to us and it's actually necessary. So that's kind of yeah. like my initial thoughts.
1: So So let me clarify. So What does this look like? Because a lot of people could be like, okay, I get what you're saying, but I don't get what you're saying, Ashley, because I came out with like such an obscure, what (laughs) does it look like for this, like wanting to be rewarded for nourishing your body? Like, how does that generally come out? Like, do you see with clients, with your own clients, or maybe even in your own journey? So like, for me, I was like, excuse me. I'm eating whole eggs now. Why aren't you ovulating, body? Mm, Like, I was just like, I I am nourishing you. Where's my reward? Right. Like, we almost expect a reward, an instant reward for doing the most basic thing. And because we've been so far from it, it's become like this Herculean effort to eat whole eggs instead of egg whites that we expect this instant reward for giving our body eggs instead of egg whites.
2: Yeah. I, I feel like there's a little bit of validation tied in that, to that too. Like, because we're not being validated on this journey, we're just like grabbing at straws maybe to try to just being like, see, I'm doing this and doing this and wanting to have that validation as well. I also think that, because again, I feel like these are all subconscious beliefs of one, want, a wanting that validation, but be of everything in our society's quick fix. So it's mm-hmm. like eggs are gonna do the thing that's going to eggs are going to be the thing that fixes you. And we're just so used to that that we're just like we want it, we want the same thing to come back and return. We want things to happen very quickly for us. Yeah. So that's kind of like what's coming in my mind about those types of things. And I think we just like again, it gets into this mindset that it's something that just needs to be earned. And I I feel like that bleeds into so many other things like, mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. like even rest, like rest mm-hmm. needs to be earned. And
1: yeah. Oh, oh, that's a good one. So like, we think that like, so like, I know for me, I was like, look, I took a full rest day. How come I haven't ovulated yet? <laughs> and I'm just like, now on this side, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so basic, Ashley. <laughs> it's so basic that it's wild that you thought you needed to be rewarded for your one rest day. And the only reason why you think you need to be rewarded is because you've gone so crazy in the other direction. You know what I mean? So I, uh, this yeah, is yeah. like, you are know, like this is a call back to sanity. Whenever we think that we should be instantly rewarded with doing the most basic things, like three meals and two snacks. And <laughs> and trust me, y'all, trust me, trust me. Like I know that you're like Ashley, that's a lot, but is it like like step out of the kookyville for a hot second, you know what I mean? And join mm-hmm. us on the other side of you being recovered, you and your recovered self and your recovered body is the recovered version of you really shocked that you need to like two snacks and three meals, or is the disordered version of you shocked and offended that because now you've eaten a whole banana, your cycle hasn't come back yet. Right. And mm-hmm. so I just think it's kind of like this, like, I don't know. I think it's like anytime. So the way I feel it in my body <laughs> Because like when I don't make sense, I'm like because I can feel it, but I can't describe <laughs>
2: yeah. it. it is Story when, of my life
1: <laughs> <it> is <laughs> when um whenever we start comparing it has nothing to do with comparison. You're just trying to justify why you can't keep your disordered habit and somebody else Mm
2: -hmm. can, right?
1: So like comparing isn't about comparing. (laughs) Comparing is really just a version of justifying your behavior and wanting to keep it, right? So Mm -hmm. I feel like this, you know, this this feeling of like wanting to be rewarded instantly based on making these basic changes Is really just revealing that we're much further from sanity than what we realize, right? Mm -hmm. Because unfortunately, we've been led to believe that, oh my gosh, sugar is going to kill you, it's going to be the death of you. And therefore, you should fear bananas. But then you heard somebody tell you that bananas and fruit are good. So you're going to compromise and eat half the banana. And now you're petrified of eating the full banana, right? Mm So I'm just saying that whenever you do eat the full banana and you expect your cycle to come back, you are expecting a reward for the most basic thing, such as eating a whole banana.
2: Mm -hmm. It's literally so wild how one subconscious belief or pattern behavior bleeds into so many things and how it shows up. Like the banana example was just like so good. (laughs) Hey,
0: do you know what your blind spots are? As in, do you know what it is, what the thing is that is holding you back from getting your period back? Look, it could be an absolute plethora cornucopia of things. But in our practice, what we tend, the first place we tend to go is what behaviors and habits do you have around food that you may be Still doing, and these are called blind spots because we just don't necessarily always know that they're an unhelpful habit or that it's something that we're doing, whether it be a subconscious or conscious need to control our food or our body, or whether it be something that you've just done for so long that it feels normal and like a preference. Even we have created a checklist, it's a three page checklist that goes through food types, behaviors around food, and mindsets around food. And what you do is you go through the lists and you check off and you see which ones are you doing, whether it be daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and how are they potentially affecting your recovery today? So it's a really simple checklist. It's just three pages. You go through it. There's a very simple scoring system to help you figure out um, how much this may be impacting your recovery and it's just an insightful thing for you to do to help you reflect and then you can journal about it or you can learn more about it, and just start really working at any of the boxes that you checked and understanding that they're playing a role in your recovery so to get the checklist all you have to do is go to the ha forward slash blind spot and we'll send it straight through to you you can print it off And you can check on it every now and then. I always recommend a reflection point every like four to six weeks. How are you going? Are you still checking that behavior off? Or have you, you know, systematically kicked it to the curb? So check it out. It's the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot. And it will be waiting for you there.
1: Yeah. But I think that this, I think everyone, so, so what were some of your, beliefs in your journey when you were like oh my gosh this should just happen
2: I feel like mine were like the basic ones like the fact that I (laughs) they always are that's the point Uh yeah that's the the whole point of this entire topic is giving your body the basic things that it needs to function (laughs) um for me it was just like yes it was increasing my meals like eating more Certainly. Um, but it was eating more carbs. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, because I was like like pretty strict keto for like two and a half years. And I listened to all the podcasts, I bought all the keto books. I was like, you know, I was in the keto cult. I <laughs> I believe that carbs were the devil. And that was really, really hard for me to come out of that and allow myself to have carbs. So carbs are really hard. And when I was gaining weight and not like getting my period or ovulating or things of that nature. It was like, it was, it just made it harder because I was like, my fear is coming to life because I was just like, carbs are going to make me fat and this isn't working all the things. So that was one of them. And then also just like, I'm putting on weight. Like, why isn't this working? So those are kind Um, of a
1: good one. So like, I feel like when people gain the first, five to 10 pounds and Mm. 10 pounds is like they're they're like Ashley if you say I need any more (laughs) I'm going to punch you in the throat you know what I mean um because we believe that oh look your body I finally have given you some body fat like now like do your job right and so you're like we think that you know like just because you have gained weight which isn't so here's just how it is. It never ever is all just straight fat. Like that's just not how the body works. It's always like a mixture. Generally like the ratio obviously will be different depending whether you're in a caloric deficit or whether you're at maintenance or whether you're at surplus, but it's never all full muscle. Like you're never like, and then I only gained the muscle. If someone tells you that they are Delulu, right? And nobody <laughs> just gains all fat either.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: it's generally going to be a mix of like maybe it's really low in muscle because you haven't been working out because you're trying to recover your period that should be expected but so then we're okay so that's probably going to be some water weight and some fat you know what I mean but it's never just all fat so anyways to my point I was like you know like we gain because I did this, like I gained 10 pounds. I I was like, look, I went on vacation. I went to Israel. I ate three buffets a day. I was Mm -hmm. living my best life on like the Red Sea. I didn't work. I was just like, where are you? So that was the other thing. Well, here's another one. I thought that because I finally had a normal Work schedule in normal meaning, not overworking. Because y'all, HA women, I know you because we were you, mm-hmm. you're either working way more than forty hours a week. And if you're a mom, don't even try to tell me that you're not working because that's like a full time job. You're on all the time, so mm-hmm. you're not exempt. And even dog moms who wipe their own <laughs> dogs' butts. Listen,
2: Yoda's <laughs> full time job.
1: He, he oh, I bet he is. Anyways. <laughs> But, you know, like that was the other thing is I thought I should have been rewarded because I took a vacation and why haven't I ovulated Um, or that I stopped working past uh, 6 p.m. But uh, that's only because I started working at 6 a.m. You know what I mean? And I was like, or I know for Danny, like she was like, (laughs) she stopped working on the weekends, you know. But like my whole point is that we think that like, oh, after one week of finally getting a more normal version of work-life balance that we should just be instantly rewarded with ovulation.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it takes consistency though. Mm-hmm. Like you are repairing a relationship that you've been so disassociated with for so long. Think about mm-hmm. if you had a friend and she just told white lies all the time or she flaked all the time but like you loved her to death and you were friends with her and then all of a sudden she has a come to Jesus moment and she is like changing her life around she's no longer flaking on you and she doesn't tell these white lies all the time like are you going to trust this person the first week out of the gate or is it going to take a a good amount of time for her to show up and like and do what she said that she's she's changed for you to believe her. You are always going to have some hesitancies for a good while. The body's like no different. Like mm-hmm. it's it knows you. It knows your patterns, and it it is just like a friendship or a relationship where it takes time to mend something that has been broken for a really long time. So it's just to have that expectation that things are going to be instant. I think as a result of modernity or like just our society, um, in, in so many ways of just like quick fixes of just being like, of needing validation for the whole, like needing to be rewarded of just like something that is actually like, it's just, these are just necessities of life of how to like actually support your body and to have an optimal functioning body. Like these aren't things that you get to actually opt out of, but for some reason we have been sold the fact that like hunger is wrong, resting is wrong. And like, because you feel tired or you feel hungry, there's something wrong with you. And so it really is a, it messes with you. So I understand why this is really a hard concept, even though for like us now, it seems just so logical and it comes so natural to us. Um, Being on the outside, I can see why this is just like so foreign and, and to feel like it should be a reward because we've trained ourselves to think that this is a reward, but it's actually necessary. That was a really long tangent.
1: No, I think it's, absolutely on point point. and sometimes I think we feel this entitlement to this reward because the timeline is not matching up what our expectation was right so I feel like the only reason why we tend to get down this reward pathway of like I expect a reward is because the timeline is starting to like
2: bother us mm-hmm mm-hmm timelines are getting everybody (laughs) um but yeah but the body just doesn't work that way to put your body on a timeline
1: oh yeah the oh we have a sleepy nuggie she is awake everybody so if you hear her just you know just know she's doing her best she's doing her best um yeah so that's kind of really all i had i know today's a little bit of short but I just want everybody to pause. If you are struggling in your journey and you're just like feeling this sense of like, I ate the whole banana. Where is my period? And you are fuming because that was me. I just want to pause and be like, hmm, am I expecting results from doing the most? basic things such as eating a full banana. And not that that means that you shouldn't eat the full banana, but it's probably going to require what Mishi was saying is like a level of consistency to where eating the full banana is normal. Not just because you ate the full banana one day or three days, but have you eaten a full banana seven days in a row, Mm
2: -hmm. eight days
1: in a row, right? Um so yeah that was just kind of my thought of like wow that showed up a lot for me in my journey and I actually see it a lot with my clients.
2: Yeah I I find myself a lot making that comparison of being like okay well you came from this really restricted place and like it's the this um pendulum analogy of where you're coming from one restricted place you're going to the complete opposite like you, we can't expect like you to be able to go from complete restriction to kind of like just basic needs and expect your body to be able to respond to that. Like there's going to have to be this pendulum swing to the other side to be able to fall into the middle. So it's just like, when we're having those conversations with ourselves, like also what's coming to my mind when we're having those conversations with ourselves is like, what's the the stranger or Yeah. What's the stranger thought? Like the fact that like, I feel like this half of a banana or whole banana should be making me ovulate or the fact that I'm negotiating about eating a whole banana. (laughs) When did a half of a banana ever become a thing? (laughs) Like that's where you have to stop and think about just being like, wait, I think the thing that I'm trying to hold on to is actually the, the thing that is not in alignment with with my biology, with who I am, this is totally learned. And this is a really weird thought. <laughs> and the whole banana is not so crazy and irrational. Yeah. You know?
1: Oh, I love it. Okay, guys, that was a good exercise to ask yourself. What is the crazier thought? Am yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, no, that's good. <laughs> like, what is the crazier thought? The The fact that I've normalized the half banana or that I think that the full banana should like instantly heal me. Either way, y'all still eat the full banana and eat it yes. multiple days in a row. So uh, <laughs> so good, Nishi. All right. Well, I hope that put some peps in your peps, puts a pep in y'all's step as you guys keep moving forward, keep recovering. Just know that once you recover, send us an email, let us know. It's our favorite emails.
2: It is. It truly is.
1: Our favorite.
0: Okay, bye guys. Bye guys. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So, many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So, temp drop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it it's a wearable device so you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning so i'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking all of us at the ha society are and that's the method that we use you know just using a good old thermometer we use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool as a practitioner And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping, but once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the TempDrop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake ups. So, I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So, TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus, if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period, and if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. (laughs) So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy, or you wanna chart for health reasons, like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction. Temp Drop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So, track your ovulation in real time with the Temp Drop. And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So, if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this. Code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHA Society. I think, too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for Like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, eating nutrient dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending grassland nutrition beef liver capsules for years now, And the Capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day, and I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic, it's made from Australian beef, and my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones so rather than eat seaweed snacks every day i get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine so if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now do not skimp the nutrient rich source of beef liver get 10% off your order with the ha society and support your favorite podcast along the way they ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society.